Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush and Ben Taylor. What's up, everybody? We're back again. It's episode 290 of the Dad Bod Golf Pod. One week at a time or one every two weeks, whatever. We're going to close in on 300 soon, Ben. I know it's going to get, we're going to get there eventually when our schedules get my schedule. It's mostly my schedule gets a little bit better. Uh, we're going to, we're going to hit this thing up and we're going to hit 300. But tonight's episode is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one sports betting website in the country. Boy, oh boy, if you would have had Brian Harmon, uh, uh as a, uh, uh, that you could have bet him to win. I think it was. Oh. Like, Went two hundred to one, something like that. You could have raked it in. Um, did you have, watch the? Did you watch the reel that your uncle sent us of the lady that picked him? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, you got to go back to our Instagram and watch the reels. Okay, I'll watch. Where, I'll watch. He, where he found that, I had no idea. But she went all in. She's a better out in Vegas. She's a she's a she's somebody that helps set lines. She said, "Do yourself a favor, pick Harmon. It's easy money. It's incredible. And it's then incredible. He, and then he wins. Yeah." <laughs> So uh, I've never heard of her before and probably won't ever hear of her again. That's probably her one pick of her lifetime that she probably got right. Yeah. Congratulations to her. Exactly. Well, you could have bet Harmon. You could bet any golfer, any time, any tournament uh, in their sports book. You also can bet every other sport. Um, Check out their lines, their props, uh, their futures, everything. Um, They, they release some, some uh, college football props, uh, Win totals, things like that. They got it all. Bet online. Use your starting coupon, starting quarterbacks. Which starting quarterbacks. Use your coupon <laughs> code believe B L E A V for a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Uh, give them a hundred bucks. They're going to give you fifty back free to play with. Uh, it's a ton of fun. And if you get tired of sports betting, you can go have fun in the casino, the online casino. So uh, it's a blast. Bet online. It's where the game starts all right ben it's been a while so why not just kick off the show with okay kyle steaming hot take that is uh sure to piss you off are you ready for this you ready for this (laughs) hold on before you say that here's my here's my quick hot take it's been so long since i've seen you in this element it looks like you're broadcasting from prison I'm actually in prison. I, I got to get some kind of artwork, some kind of something to go behind me, but I'm actually, I'm in Dabba Golf Pod prison. So, you know, the the good prison. Okay. <laughs> it's really like a work release program. So okay. sometimes right. that's how I feel like, I, that's how what I feel like. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> no, so here's my hot take. You ready for okay. this? The Open is the worst major hands down the open and this has nothing to do with who won it the open i'll say this i like i think i like the players better than the open how about that i would think i would put the open behind. yeah but i like the i like the players better than the pga championship well i'm putting i got the players the players is now my fourth top tournament uh and the open the open is fifth and let, let me tell you why okay i got several reasons but this isn't like this is new. Like we just figured out that the the airtime absolutely sucks. Okay. Yeah. So, but like we try so hard to convince ourselves that we're going to get up at three a.m. on Thursday and Friday, and we're going to watch it. But nobody really enjoys it, and we fall asleep. We we end up falling asleep during during it. Uh, 
And it, just the, the overall, the the, the TV f- coverage just sucks. For a major, you're finishing at like 1 o'clock. Um, on Sunday, if you go to church, you miss the whole thing. Uh, and then Saturday, if you want to watch, you can't play. I mean, you could go play in that. You could go play that afternoon, I guess. But it's just it ruins. It's I just it's not it's not. You can't go do anything in the morning and then come sit down in the afternoon and watch the major in the late afternoon. Like it's it's that's your that's kind of like your day, and it ends in a weird time where it kind of messes everything up. Uh, and then here's another thing: this becoming. It is so weather dependent. Like I feel like oh. the tournament is so weather dependent. Otherwise, those courses just aren't that hard. <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry. Like the, it has to be hard. It has to be firm. It has to be windy. Uh, it has to be cold. It can't be like it can't be like 65 and have rained on and off for like weeks and everything looks green and you can zip wedges in there. You could play it like an American golf course with no trees. That's what it was. It was an American golf course from 7,300 yards with no trees. Now the bunkers are crazy. The bunkers are penal. I get it, but it's just it, it, it's Good word. It played like an American golf course. I, I'm just. I, I don't I don't even feel like American players I mean other than I know Brian Harmon was an American player but like our American players aren't playing great right now uh the top guys so like it took all out of the firepower and a lot of that's just situational but I just I think I'm I, I think I just like I'm over the open like I don't think that I really enjoy it anymore and here's another thing you only know St Andrews that's it that's the only that's like let's just yeah. be honest We'll say we oh we like Carnoustie and this this that and the other. You can't name one hole. At you, you can't. I will say that. Now, I will agree with you on that. I've said that before with buddies of mine. They're like, I love it because it moves from course to course. I said, go ahead and tell me, describe five holes on each course. Yeah, if if that's a thing, because if you you're right, even Tiger Woods in the first game he came out only had St Andrews on there. He didn't put the other courses on there yes. on his video game. There's a reason because that's the only thing that us dumb Americans know is St. Andrews. So when you start playing it and even when they said they were like, you know, Rory won here last time at Hoylake at, you know, at Liverpool. And then they start showing the highlights. I'm like, that doesn't even look like the same frigging course. Tiger. That's the one where Tiger was hitting two irons. Like, yeah, but that's an open to me. Like that's an open to me when you got to hit, like you're hitting it in a, a cloud of dust shoots up in the air and you're, you yeah. hit a two iron, 437 yards. Like that's an, uh, that to me is an open. Like I, it, this it is was, a stupid pet peeve too, that I had with it that some people may totally disagree with. If you live there and you go to the tournament, Kyle, they sit on a, on like the western portion of a time zone, people. I don't know if you realize this. They they were still playing at nine thirty at night their time. They teed off first tee time yeah. seven thirty a.m. their time. Lat like finished at nine thirty. Some like, of that's probably to get us some TV time though, don't you think? Like some. I maybe- completely get it, but I'm just saying if you're a person that is attending it, which they do limited tickets on, that's a hell of a day. You go you go all four rounds to that. And you've got to take a vacation the next week. Yeah. I mean, that's a, I mean, like you're talking, I mean, damn near a 20 hour day that you're out there on the golf course when you start talking about, you know, having to get there in the morning to get started and then you stay to the last putt drops at the end of the evening. So, yeah. um, I, in the TV times, you're right. And I get it. It's early. And I even get up early. I get up at four to go to work in the morning. 
Yeah. But I still am not able to tune in till 5 a.m. when I get inside the studio and start watching, you know, on the TV. And, you know, it's – they it, TV – oh, they got ripped a new one. TV coverage, commercial after every commercial. two shots. That's oh, my gosh. Too. That's another thing. Commercials were awful. Um, and th- I, I feel like a lot – that was not – something that, that did not go over well with a golf – like golf people, golf uh, media. Not. Um, in general, um, wonder why it seemed like there was that, you know, that many more, uh, had morning make- drive time, baby. That's, that's what yeah. sells morning drive time. They, they, they can, they can charge higher rates during morning drive time. And so they jumped all over it and that's why they did it. It's, uh, all in all, it was just a, uh, I don't know. I think I had sort of an epiphany. I, 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 maybe if like, John Rom would have come back and could have won, or or somebody like that could have won. I wouldn't have. Maybe it's a little bit of recency bias, but I just feel like I didn't watch a lot of the tournament, not because not because I didn't want to, but because of the way my my kids wake up at seven in the morning on the weekends, and and they they take over the TV, and then uh, you know usually in the afternoon I I can put them outside, play around, and I can watch a little golf or whatever, but no, you're in t- inside, then you got to have lunch, and then the tournament's over. Then the round's over. It's just, yeah. uh, I don't know. I wasn't, I, I'm just, I think I'm starting to come to the realization that I'm just not a big open fan anymore. Did I not pick that? You know, we did this before we ranked our opens. We got to go back and look at that show. I think I had them at four. No, you had PGA Championship at four. Yeah, I think we all have PGA, PGA Championship before. Starting to be dope. That, yeah, it's the last the last two years. Last two years have probably been the best two years that the PGA Championship has been around. These last uh, two winners that have come about. So, Heck yeah. uh, with JT with the come from behind and the meltdown of Mito, you know, last year, and then you know this year, just the back and forth with everybody. I mean, it. it I, I the PGA Championship was one of the ones that ranked up there towards the top this year, probably as far as tournaments yeah. to watch and uh and so maybe it's making a comeback but yeah the open championship you I did find myself midway through the round on Friday I was kind of like you know if it's not at St Andrews I just don't know if I care <laughs> I, I, I know I, I don't think you know you'll what's the do we know which one it is where you have the Vanderveld where he hit it in the berm where is that I, I don't know the name of it but still that's the only hole I know and then you him got hit the postage it. stamp. You got the postage stamp. Yeah. Of course, I don't know what that which one that is. I know there's that hole. And then you got the one that's got like the spectacle bunkers or Hell's Bunker. Heck, Hell's Bunker may be at in uh St. Andrews. I don't know. But like there's um I've so I know I basically started to wonder too, like, do I even want to go over there and play golf? Like, do I really, do I really Everybody's talking about, I want to go over there. It's a bucket list. But, like, now I'm starting to really think, like, is it really a bucket list? Like, I, I, really, you go over there to play St. Andrews, and that's and, and that's pretty much it. That's the thing. I, I told somebody that. Somebody asked me, they said, yeah, but wouldn't you want to go play? I said, I got to be honest with you. If I can't get on St. Andrews, I probably don't want to go play. Yeah. Like, go I, take me to – I'll go play St. Andrews, and then take me to play, like, the most famous holes – out of a couple of other courses and I'm good to go. Like I, I, I just don't, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know. It does, just doesn't do it for me. Doesn't do it for I'm me. I'm okay with playing St. Andrews twice and then sitting up there on that balcony and watching people come into 18 and just get drunk afterwards. Oh, I'd that'd be, be good incredible. with that. That'd be incredible. <laughs> yeah. Be, everybody'd be like, well, what about those courses down the, you know, down the way? I'm like, I don't care. 
I'm going to stay here and drink beer and watch everybody come into 18 and then play St. Andrews again tomorrow. They're like, we're going to go play the new course. Like, yeah, the old course. We're going to go play the new course. And then and then it's like, nah, I'm good. I, I've seen <laughs> enough. I've seen enough. I'm going to hang out up here and eat bad food and make fun of people, basically. The uh, uh, the one thing, I will say this, and I, I said this, uh, you know, our good friend Doug in Montgomery has allowed me to promote the pod on his radio show, and he asked me one of the takeaways that I had from – the the British I still call it the British Open, which Kyle can't stand. But uh, even though Colin Markawa had the best quote where he said, "Well, I want it," so I think when you win it, you call it whatever the hell you want. <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. And but, DJ said, "I call it the Open because I'm not 12," and that's what the name yes. is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing that this uh, that the two the two quotes from the two of them. But the the chirping that was going on towards Harmon from the quote "Home of Golf," yeah, that happens at Augusta. Even at Beth Page Black, where they're rooting against a player, they toss him, yeah. and they're letting these people just rail on him as yeah. he's, you know, walking down the fairways. And because he brought it up, he said other stuff was said, but the one that stuck out in his mind was when the guy told him he didn't have the stones to do it yeah. uh, to to pull it off. And so it kind of it kind of rallied him. But uh, it, I just when I look at that, I'm sitting there going, if that happens anywhere else. Not only if it happens at Augusta, not only are you kicked out, you ain't never coming back. Yeah, like you you're so, it. it's so they're they're gentlemen. That's what's what it's, 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 it could be an American guy that said it over there too. So who knows? <laughs> but but yeah, I mean it's supposed to be it's everybody's gentleman gentlemanly over there, and it's proper this and proper that. That's another thing. Yeah, well they yeah well they showed their ass, and I didn't like say it. a lot of things that I have a proper something, and that bothers. I don't know that gets on my nerves too. We're gonna have a proper beer or a proper meal or something like that. I just I don't know, <laughs> but and I don't like that they call it games. Like they, it's yeah. it's tea times. It's a tea time. It's not a game. It, it is. It's a tea time because the whole thing is a game. You're. It's not like an inside. Like it's not like one on one. You know, twenty seven times or thirty times. They're not. They're not playing. They're not playing hammer while this is going on out there. No, no. It's not a game. They're not games. They're tea times. They're pairings and tea times. That's it. It's not games. So I got. Well, Congrats to, to Harmon. He got the win. I got a quick Harmon story. I was scrolling through reels Let's, and uh, before we what? before we jump into your before we jump into your horse. Okay, we're going to spend a whole segment on on uh, Harmon. But uh, before we do that, we want to give a shout out to Bad Birdie Golf Apparel. Um, we have a new coupon code. Now I actually have to look up now because uh, I forgot it. Um, I think it's Dad's fifteen. I think that's what it is. I think it's Dad's, with an S. Uh, fifteen. Um, let me check really quick. This is phenomenal radio. This is great radio right here. Yes, Dad S <laughs> fifteen. Okay, use coupon code Dad S fifteen. Take fifteen percent off all of your orders. Uh, they it's got, dads that dads, plural dads fifteen. Dads fifteen because <laughs> there's two dads. But then, um, yeah, they got new shirts uh, that they drop seemingly every day. Oh, hats, yeah. all kind of stuff. We love them. Uh, that's basically um, all I wear on the golf course now is bad birdie stuff, um, and I, I love it. I love it. I love the colors. I love the patterns. Um, they they just look good, and you just feel good. You just feel chipper. You feel happy when you get out on the golf course, and that's 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 all that matters. So uh, check them out. Use coupon code DADS, D-A-D-S, 15. Take 15% off your next order and the order after that, and so on and so forth for, from henceforth. Kyle and I haven't played since we received them, but next time we're going to have our matching USA polos. Yes, yes, we got some matching polos they sent us, and I uh, can't wait to can't wait to show them off. All right, uh, Brian Harmon. Okay, first off, 
I feel bad for him because him winning probably has a lot to do with my a lot to do with my opinion of the open in general. May he may have ruined the open for me for the rest of my life. Who know who knows? Wow. I feel bad. I feel bad about that because he's a journeyman dude. He's played forever. Uh he's from the South. He played at Georgia. Uh and he's just he's always kind of been there, but never really just done it. And uh he absolutely waxed everyone uh from from the wire to wire, wire to yeah. wire. Uh and every time that he like would bogey, he'd turn around and like birdie the next two holes in a row. Like every yeah. time like he would bogey and people would get excited and then he'd go boom, boom, and just sit you right back down. And to win by what Six shots, six or yeah. five or six. Yeah, shots. thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, he's thirteen under. Next guy, seven under. Yeah, six shots. That's just that's just absurd uh, in, in a major. I mean, you're talking all time great type uh, major tournaments to win by that many shots. So, um, kudos to him. Um, and I feel bad for him. They 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 like you said they ripped him. They had the 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 broadcast had the waggle counter, um, uh, which is. He does. I, sorry, bud. You got to play a little bit faster. You got to play just a little <laughs> bit faster. You yeah. bring some of it on yourself. But hey, like let's let's just have a little bit of respect for the guy that's just stomping everybody. Yeah, that's the leading the tournament. I mean, yeah. he's in the last group. It's not like he's holding anybody up. It's true. There's nobody behind him. So like, you, not a lot you can say there. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't really know. I mean. You you said there's a story about how like something about something that happened in college, how he got a nickname or something. Yeah, he got a nickname as as they were, uh, and I don't know which teammate it was, but the 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 host that asked the teammate said um, he got the nickname Cockbite. Oh, and yep. they said how did that take place? And it only lasted about six weeks. This particular nickname did, and then basically Harmon was fed up. I think threatened to probably kill everybody's family did. that was in the locker room. Yeah, <laughs> he, actually, he actually went around and bit cock to keep people from calling cock So they're coming out of a tournament over in Oregon, and their coach pulls out in front of like this SUV, and this oh. SUV basically starts tailgating them, and eventually goes around them, and when he does. He like slams on brakes and then makes the Georgia team ride his ass all the way. Well, nice. this guy pulls into a gas station. Well, the coach, the coach for Georgia at the time, pretty big dude. So I think yeah. he was really kind of wanting a little a bit of smoke here. Yeah, yeah, not a cockbite. And so he pulls in behind there into this gas station, and Harmon's the first one out of the truck. Oh, that's what you do. You send out your stud first. Yeah, the yeah, five seven. Yeah, probably in college, probably more like five, 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 six. He probably had a growth spurt once he got out of school. So uh, he steps out, and then this guy gets out of the SUV and tattoos, no. mullet, tank top, tattoos everywhere. Probably as the teammate said, a mountain of a man. Probably six, 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 seven. And he looks at Harmon and he goes, "What are you gonna do, cockbite?" Oh, and then he yeah. walks into the store and the team heard it. And when the team heard it, they were like, that's it. Nickname done. Cockbite from here on out. And uh, <laughs> that's fantastic. And so uh, they asked the team that they said, well, how come you don't call the name? I said, oh, no, it lasted like six weeks. And after that, we were he was having emotional, emotional distress after being called that oh, the entire sure. time. So we you stopped. Can, you can only handle so many of those before you start yeah. you know, kind of breaking down. <laughs> 
He says, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. In 20 years, I'm going to win the Open. You can suck it. Tattoo. Talk about that. <laughs> Bite on that. <laughs> uh, now, uh, one thing I thought, a couple of things that were crazy about the tournament, and then uh, I we can, you know, kind of move on from it. But I think he was like 55 of 56, uh, 10 feet and under. Oh, he's 58, 58 of 59. Okay. I, I knew he had, it was somewhere in the 50s and he only missed. And that one was on the final day on the back nine. He almost went 59 of 59. He lit it out. That sounds fake. That sounds like a fake stat. Like they just made that up. That, that's yeah. impossible. That's like, golfing your ball, man. What I would love to know is I, instead of 10 feet and under, I would love to know his stats from like 10 feet to five feet. You know what I mean? Exactly. I said I'm that sure too. There's a lot of, I'm sure there's a lot of tap-ins that, that racked, he racked up a lot, like putting it up there real close and tapping it in. But, but I mean, it seemed like any time he had to make a crucial putt um, mm-hmm. for par, uh, he would he would pour it in. Um, and uh, one of the most impressive putting uh, statistics I've, I've, I think I've ever seen. I saw a stat the other day that in 2001 – Tiger had 106 consecutive drives without missing a fairway. Like this is that almost that. Holy moly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is pretty impressive. Something like that. I mean, it's like that impressive. And then for all of the talk about the equipment rollbacks, the ball rollback club technology, all this, some dude that hits it 280 off the tee, uh, dominates a major championship by six shots. Like Mm -hmm. that's, that's that's I mean, do you think that that do you think that this win could possibly silence some of that? Like, do you think it could possibly silence some of that? Um, no, because I think the PGA Tour Rules Committee is going to go ahead and move forward with it. But I think this should actually instead of silence it, I think some of the players should come out and go, "Why are we rolling it back? Why are yeah. you know that's the golf is the one sport, and I've I've told you this that we can play what the pros play. Yeah, like, we can't. We can't play NFL football. We can be in a football league and play flag football if we want, you know, soccer league, uh, church basketball league, whatever that may be. Golf is the one sport where, I mean, you and I have been lucky enough to do it. Like, we can be out there playing, and there can be a professional golfer come join us and play with us. Like, that's right. never going to happen if you and I are playing flag football with the church. That Nobody from the Falcons are going to drive down and play on our team with us so and have the um, same equipment same yeah everything and so i i really wish that some of the players instead of it silencing some of this talk i wish they would step up and tell the pga rules committee look this is a prime example why there's no need for a rollback like set the course up different set it like you're you're the ones that have that are that have caused this you and i've had this discussion numerous times you're making par threes 290 yards where one of the toughest holes out there was 17. That was 126 yards in the open, and it played over par a couple of days. So you can set up a course and pin placements and, you know, skinny up fairways and add bunkers without having to make the course long or without having to make the pros play with a softer ball. And I, I just – I don't – the equipment rollbacks, the, the ball rollbacks, the, you know – 
I, I do. I will say this. They still haven't addressed the driver issue. And I find it very, found it very interesting. Adam Scott had mentioned that. He said that that used to be the club that would give him trouble. And now everybody's grabbing driver out of their bag because it's so easy to find a fairway with a driver. Yeah. It's the easiest club. He, to was, get now. It's, it's, he was like, you can slow down your swing and you can hit a driver dead straight further than your three would and be right in the middle of the fairway. And, you know, it's the guys that get greedy. They're trying to hit a big sweeping hook that end up making a mistake or hit a big high cut and gets away from them because it gets too spinny. But, he, you know, Adam Scott said, they keep talking about the ball this and the ball that. He was like, man, my driver is my easiest club in my bag to hit. I mean, it just – you just – you take an easy, smooth swing and put it out there and it goes 290, I think, 300. I still think – I still think all you – I mean, all you really need to do is – tighten fairways and grow rough like yes don't give them like it has to be penal to miss a fairway it has to be mm-hmm. penal to just want to bomb it and gouge it out like it can't be like this half-ass rough or or these like wide you know wide you know what fairways like tighten them up grow the mm-hmm. rough and it's easy to get back in shape for members after after they're gone you know what i mean like yeah you don't have to do crazy stuff like fast greens tight fairways and heavy rough and like you can make any course t- you can make any course tougher yeah um, I, I if if you have equipment rollbacks brian Harmon may not happen like some of these guys you you kind of eliminate dudes like that which you know some people may be happy about that but i i mean i like i don't want like just the long guys just to have just just such a credible, such an incredible yeah. advantage all the time, um, and that's all they're going to do. That's all they're going to do. You're the dudes that can survive hitting, you know, fours and four irons and five irons uh, into greens like like a Harmon. Now they're going to have to be hitting hybrids and woods yeah. and greens. Like, uh, you know, they can they can still be real skilled with their long irons and, and play professional golf. And then you're just going to essentially, you know kick kick those dudes out i it just, just doesn't make a whole lot of doesn't make a whole lot of sense i i, I kind of feel like to, that this was a good testament that um even dudes that, that aren't super long can go low um at regardless so like the the rolling it back does not really help uh it, it, it's it's not as much of a it's not as much of a help uh, as 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 we're thinking, because it's not just all these long bombers that, that are winning all these tournaments. So, well, and John Rahm said it best too, is he said it's going to roll it back what maybe ten fifteen yards for us. Yeah, and he said, "You give me a year, I'm going to figure out how to get that back." So these guys are professionals. Like you're not, you think you're changing the rules for them, and they're going to adapt and adjust. They all have. I mean. You look at when they got rid of the square grooves. They were like, oh, man, they can't have square grooves. Nobody's going to be able to spin the ball back anymore. How many balls did you see during the – I mean, that that didn't Face stop off of it. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that's not a – you know, the way you can adjust lies and angles and all that kind of stuff now and the way they the, the way they can get handsy with the ball around the group, that didn't stop them at all. And, and that you know, and it, that seems like a real small thing, but everybody's like, yeah, see, we got rid of the square grooves. Like Phil can't hit his – you know, flop shot that like sucks back greenside. It's like, yes, he can. He just adjusts. Exactly. I mean, that's that's what they do. That's what the pros do. So uh, I'm I'm with you. I wish I wish it would silence the PGA Tour Rules Committee talking about it. I wish it would strengthen the players. Going, what are we doing? Like this yeah. is not something that is good for 
that is players as, as don't one have play, any. As one player said, is and I've forgotten which one said it said, you know, we make rule changes, it's supposed to be for the betterment of golf. You know, and that's a rule that's not for the betterment of golf. You know, changing it where you don't have to hit out of divots in the fairway, that's for the betterment of golf. Um, you know, dropping the clock where they're not looking for 10 minutes so they can speed up the game and they have three minutes to find a ball and then they have to hit again, that's for the betterment of golf. Softening the ball so the pros don't hit it as far, that doesn't do anything for anybody. No, no. But uh, congrats to congrats to Brian Harmon. Um I mean, that's slight less life-changing type stuff right there. Oh, yeah. It's only his third win uh, on tour, and the rest came, I mean, years ago. He's been in the hunt a few times, but uh, for the most part, I mean, he, you know, he's he's won the John Deere Classic in 14 and won the Wells Fargo in sure 17. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, and only won it by one stroke over, over Zach Johnson, another short hitter. So maybe the John Deere Classic is a place where we want to go if you're a short hitter. Uh, so um, won the John Deere Classic in the Wells Fargo Championship, and this is only his third win. So, And it was a six-stroke victory. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, in a major. In a major. In a major. Well, let me tell you something that's majorly needed for your golf game. Uh, and y'all stay tuned because we're going to have something special with this coming up uh, coming up pretty quick. But Blue Tees Rangefinders, guys, you can't play golf fast. You can't play golf great. You can't take your game to the next level unless you know your yardages. You, you know how far it is to the pin, how far it is to the front and the back of the green, and you can use the Blue Tees Rangefinder for that. It's got uh, the Series 3 has everything that the top dollar ones have. It's got scan mm-hmm. mode. It's got uh, slope. You can toggle it on and off. Got the buzz lock on, uh, the magnet built in already. Awesome carrying case. They got three colors you can choose from, uh, and we should be getting one soon. We're going to do a giveaway with it, and we'll post details on that as soon as we get it. Uh, But use coupon code DADBOT and take 10% off your next order. Um, You can get Bluetooth speakers. They're always doing crazy deals, too, Mm. like crazy markdown deals that you can use your coupon code on top of and, and get even more savings. But they got the player pack that's got like magnetic towels, divot tools, mag hubs, uh, the blue, like I said, the Bluetooth speaker, and then the rangefinder. They're awesome. Uh, a lot of my friends, ha- you know, have texted us. They've got theirs. They love theirs. Um, uh, just, I, I just really we love ours. Love ours. There's no reason to go buy a uh, high dollar four five hundred dollar rangefinder anymore. It's just it's senseless. It's absolutely senseless. It has everything that you need. Uh, check them out, Blue Tees. It's where range finders start. All right, let's wind it up uh, with a little Ryder Cup talk. Um, and we can go a little bit – we'll probably go a little bit more in-depth uh, in a couple of weeks as the season winds down. But, I mean, as of now, this could be one of – maybe one of the weaker – um fields from a uh from a star power standpoint from a top guys playing well at the right time standpoint um i'm just a little bit nervous uh, i'm a little bit nervous um about how uh, you should be this this team's going to shape up i mean your top 6 you got i mean Brian Harmon I love i mean i'm proud of him happy for him Brian Harmon's number 3 on points right now like, yep. do you want, do we need, do we want 280 off the tee, <laughs> you know, uh, 
in, in the Ryder Cup. Like I, I kind of I, I like the putting aspect of it. I think he'd be a great. He probably could be a good alternate shot guy, um, hitting approaches and putting people out in the fairway and then making putts when he has to make it. But again, I mean Brian Harmon, and then you got Wyndham Clark, who's number two in points. Um, which I feel a little bit better about Wyndham Clark because he's won a couple of times this year. But and he's kept it up. I mean, he was not. You can't say he was in the hunt because he wasn't. You know, up there around double digits like Harmon, even in the uh, in the Open Championship. But still, he uh, he had a decent tournament. But uh, it's still, I just think the Ryder Cup. Scotty's your number. Scotty's your number one golfer, and he had an awesome beginning to the year. But he's just Mm. not not playing great right now. Like he's not playing. Very good golf, it seemingly uh, right now. Well, in the Ryder Cup, you got to putt well, and he's not putting well. Right oh, now. he's worst. He's the worst, like one of the worst putters on tour right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, uh, it's, I don't know. It's a little bit concerning. I say he's playing bad. Hell, he's he's ha- his, he's he's the two. <laughs> he's got, he's got like seven top ten, so he's not that bad. Not that bad. I'm, it's just, but the putting is what's keeping him. The the reason I'm that. Uh, don't get me wrong. Seven top tens. He's he's a ball striking like phenom yes. still. But in the Ryder Cup, you got to be able to putt. And he's one of he's he's having one of his worst uh, one of his worst putting seasons probably probably ever um, for him. And uh, it's just uh, I'm trying to look, pull up strokes game putting and like total putts right now. While you do that, I'll give you a a, um, a rebuttal though to your. Uh, to your Americans being, but this could be just one of the worst overall Ryder Cups period to watch. True, uh, true. Because when you look at the European team, Rory and John Rahm, one and two, the only other name you're going to recognize in the top six is Tommy Fleetwood yeah. in there at six. And then Shane Lowry in there at 10, as far as when you start looking at captain's picks. Yeah. Um, you know, and Terrell Hatton's at 11. He could possibly be a captain's pick just because, and honestly, they may take him for personality and because of his fire. But some of these others got some of these other guys. Maybe they do well on the on the European tour, but I don't know. Yeah, exactly. This is what I'm looking up. So Scotty's number one in strokes gain total, number one in strokes gain off the tee, number one strokes gain approach, one hundred and thirty eighth putting, strokes gain putting. Oh my gosh! It's out of what hundred out of one hundred seventy five players. How's that? Is how's that possible? Like oh I don't get this. Uh, yeah, he's and the fact that he's got seven top tens. It's like, bro, do you realize that could be seven wins? Like if I you mean, just it it, if, you, if you just if you hit three more putts in those rounds, you might you win. You win the tournament. If you're if you're sixtieth in strokes game putting, <laughs> you've won six times this year. You know yeah, you mean? just. Just cut it in half. Where you are now, cut it in half, and you probably, out of the seven top tens, you probably win five of those seven tournaments. It's insane. It's insane. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, so that's, I mean, anytime you're, you know, anytime you're struggling with a flat stick going in the Ryder Cup, it, it's concerning. But, like, your top six guaranteeds right now is Scotty, Wyndham, Bryant, Harmon, Kepka, which Kepka will continue to lose points because – uh, he's not going to play in any more events. So what are the odds he drops out of the guaranteed and then gets shafted? You know, you know what I mean? Like that, that, that's always a possibility of not being a captain's pick. And then your captain's pick, your seven is Max Homa, which Max is fine. Uh, he, he's a good, he's a good player. Um, 
Cam, Cam, yeah, but this was his, this was his first top ten in a major. All the golf we've seen yeah. Max play, and this this was his first top ten. Exactly, exactly. You got Cam Young, and then Jordan Spieth, who you know he's Jordan. Keegan Bradley, who's won twice and been kind of average outside of that, but um, that's why he's number ten. Colin Morikawa is not playing great right now. Ricky Fowler could be one mm. of the more. I mean, one of the better. Uh, captain's pick options right now and he's at 12 because he's just getting hot towards the end of the season justin thomas has fallen completely off the face of the earth um, he just needs to he, he needs to just work on his game until next year yeah and then you got guys that have been there like tony finau and have played well that are all the way down at like 19 yeah. um i mean I don't know. I'm, I, but like you said, the other side has no one. Like there's only three. There's only, there's only like. Hey, big three. big shout out to our buddy from Columbus, though, Russell Henley. He's down there at 25. At least he made the top 25. He ain't going to get yeah. picked, but still. He's going um, to. He's always. He's he's like. He's like a top 15 machine, I feel like. He's just yeah, always he going to be. He's always going to be right around there because he, he hell, he made the. He made it made it to Atlanta last year and on the tour championship, if I'm not mistaken. Well, that's the same thing with Tom Hogue, who's right underneath him. I mean, those guys are just going to be there and make cuts every week. Yeah. I mean, they're just – you're, you're going to see them playing on Sunday. They just won't be in contention. Where actually is the um, Ryder Cup this year, I wonder? It is in Italy. I've forgotten yeah. the name of the tournament uh, or the name of the venue. Um, but, yeah, it's on foreign, foreign soil. It's in Italy. Marco uh, Simone Golf and Country Club, just outside yeah. of Rome. And so, I mean, it'll be an it'll be an away game, and uh, and I don't I don't know. Does it give the yardage on there? The website you're looking at first time that's ever been in Italy. Is that am I re, if I'm, I'm reading? I think, that right? I think you're I think you're correct in that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Look. Keep keep talking. I'll look up the I'll look up the yardage really quick. Um. Getting back to the teams. I mean, talking about the you know I don't know. I mean, with the Ryder Cup being so close, Brooks may be able to hold on to that top set just because those guys underneath him max is going to play a few times he'll jump up can't lake could play a few times and jump up xander could as well so that's those are the probably the only three i see that could knock brooks out of being an automatic qualifier uh i think it's it's both an easy pick for zach johnson to take brooks kepka and it's easy for him to say nope he's live i'm not going to let him play uh, and the reason it's easy for him to take him is because now with the merger that can be the olive branch that makes it look like the PGA Tour is working with them. Kepka's playing good golf. Say, hey, we because nobody else that's playing for Live is anywhere close. I mean, there, there's nobody that has an opportunity to to jump in there. So, um, Sam Burns is, and I mean, and he's not. No, he's not Live. I thought I was thinking that um, you're thinking uh, Taylor, Taylor Gooch, Gooch, but yeah, I was thinking Taylor Gooch. They're twins, by the way. You ever seen them in the same room? They do. Uh, they do. And, and so. I think it's because of the way they walk and uh and um and both southern boys. So yeah, if it's I would I take, think, hey, I would pick if I was a captain, I would pick uh I'd pick Taylor Gooch. Yeah, he's playing great golf this year. I mean, he's won what four times on live and I know they go, "Oh, it's live." I'm like, "Yeah, he still plays. He's still, still playing well. It's still a bunch of wins, you know." Yeah. And uh you know, get the get the hot golfer. So, I think Kepka gets in because I think that's just an opportunity for Zach Johnson to say, you know, you guys stop talking about it. We took a live guy. We took Brooks, and uh, but it's easy to do because there's nobody else within the top 25 that's on live. So um, I think he does that. But um, Scotty's got to get that putting figured out, and and who knows? As I said, Wyndham's still young. I know he's having a good year, and I know he's won a couple of times this year, and he's won a major. But 
Ryder Cup golf is nothing like – how many guys are famous for Ryder Cup golf? I mean, look at Ian – look on the European side. Ian Poulter doesn't win anything on the PGA Tour, and he absolutely slaughters the United States in Ryder Cup golf. Yeah. So it, I think it's just – it's just – no, not this year at all. It's just a different – it's a different monster. It's a different breed. Um, the one good thing that Harmon's got going for him is early in his career, that's he was an amateur, like, match play king. That's where he won yeah. all of his tournaments to get him to Georgia and to get him on the Walker Cup and to get him on the, you know, the, the Junior President's Cup and all that stuff. So this isn't uh, an overly made- this isn't an overly long course. It looks like it looks like it's like seventy three hundred yards and it's a par seventy two, which is which is short as well for a par seventy two. Yeah. I'm sure they probably have some that are stretched out, but like the par fives aren't incredibly long. Uh, I don't know what they look like. They could play long, but um, you got mm. one that's over 600 yards, but all the other ones are, you know, 550 to 570. Um, a couple of long par threes, a 200, two 200 yarders, and then some short ones. And then it looks like you always are going to probably have some drivable-ish par fours, uh, which it looks like they have a couple, you know, two or three that could be that way. I mean, you know, maybe Harmon's not – maybe Harmon could, could you know, you know, maybe length won't matter that much here, so – um, he he goes I'm, I'm, he goes fifty eight to fifty nine from inside ten feet. He'll do just fine. Yeah, sure. Keep the hot, keep the putter hot, and uh, yeah. and you, you'll be good to go. You'll be good to go. Oh, and I still say going back to Harmon. Please, somebody work with him and let's get him some pants that fit. I mean, I know he's five seven, but let's let's get I mean, some can't pants lay. tailored. Yeah, get some Lululemons. Let's go. <laughs> Suck them in. Let's get some Lululemons, Brian. Come on. Get Listen, some. Brian, you're going to Italy. That's the home of fashion, the, the Italian suits. Let's go find a tailor to fit you while get you're in Italy. Get Boss parachute yeah. pants out of here. Get that. Again. Yes. Right, them zip-off shorts that are in <laughs> pants. Get them things out of here. Let's let's get you some let's get you some tight some, some a little bit tight a little bit snugger maybe a jogger. Harmon would be a good jogger. Oh guy. my god, they would have he to would... be custom. They would have to yeah. be custom. <laughs> Otherwise, it looked like footy pajamas. But uh, he would have to get some custom custom joggers. But you know, get him slap him some primos. Get uh, they, hey they'll they'll get. I'm sure they can work something out. Oh yeah, they got to be able to. Uh, he's he he has been in dire need for years of having some pants that need to fit him. So somebody needs to talk. And I get it. He's old country boy. He was ready to get back and get on his tractor and and put down the cell phone. I understand it. He's ready to go hunting again. Uh, and so make some make some people that, mad by killing big oh majestic animals. Uh, yeah, that lady's nuts. She's insane. Yeah, uh, she's a commentator too, of all people. And then she told on him to the RNA and to the and to the Open Championship. People don't she's realize like, that, like, if you don't hunt animals, they'll like they'll go, or and conserve animals, they'll go extinct. Like, if you don't do that, like you ha- like people, if you want to protect, if you want an animal species to grow, if you want it to uh, like be healthy and survive, eat them, because then people will take care of it. People yes. will make sure that their numbers are good that the the herds are good they'll monitor them there's money in it if you want to take care of a species animal species eat it and then and can then, you can uh, you imagine how off the rails that woman would go if she found out like you know they do in Birmingham where they do the doe tag days with like within the city to get rid of all those does that are running around in Birmingham they let them loose and like kill like a hundred does yeah she awesome. would lose her mind if she knew that she's like they're 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 putting guns in their hands and sending them out there yep Yep. 
Well, uh, appreciate you guys hanging in there with us, uh, working on scheduling. We're, we're going to get back, Colonel Steve, we're going to get back after it. So, uh, y'all hang in there with us. Uh, we'll be we're gonna back. Make Kyle start sponsor- we're going to make Kyle start sponsoring the show since he's making all that money now and his job's changed and he's just, yeah, he, 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 he has zero, he has zero time to do this. We'll just make him a sponsor. We'll have a, we'll have a sponsorable segment from Kyle Rush. Uh, during the sponsor the show. That might work. That might work. <laughs> But thank y'all for hanging in there with us. Thanks for listening. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Is the is the open still a thing for you? Is it still hot for you, or is it fading? Um, what do you think about Brian Harmon win, winning? Uh, did you do you like it? Do you hate it? Uh, and then Ryder Cup. Are we in trouble? Is Ryder Cup team in trouble? Let us know. And uh, we'll, we may do a whole Ryder Cup show soon. Uh, once, like I said, once the season. Once the season starts winding down and it seems pretty clear where the where the picks are going, we'll we'll, we'll do some a bunch of Ryder Cup shows. So uh, we'll talk again soon. It's episode two ninety of the Dab by Golf Pod. And we're always always broken, broken. You've been listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Always broken. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.